You are listening to MKE in the Morning on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. King, King Zach Allen. Wait, this is lit. Right. He's, I was going to say, he's a beast. He came in with the Sigma Gamma Row. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. If you're just tuning in, this is MKE in the morning with Mel. This is your guest co-host, DT, the Effective Communication Coach. We are so happy that you're tuned in, and we hope you're having a great week. It's Tuesday, and as you know, we are broadcasting. Well, if you don't know, Mel and I are broadcasting from the home of the NBA World Champion Milwaukee Bucks at Pfizer Forum because it is HBCU night, historically black colleges and universities night. We're in the building. We have a very, very special guest for you. Dr. Aronica Williams of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority is here joining us this morning. Dr. Williams, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How could I not be well with an intro like that? I mean, seriously. You know, that's that's what I do. That was everything. Contrary to popular belief, I am the GOAT. Period. Let that's all know. I'm saying, Dr. Williams? She a bad woman. Bad. Yeah, you are. You are. I appreciate you, sis. I appreciate you. First, thank you again for being here with Mel and I. And we just want to talk a few moments with you about HBCU night. You are a distinguished member of the distinguished Divine Nine group including the immaculate, beautiful, talented, genius sorority of Sigma Gamma Rho. What does HBCU Night mean to you? And more, and more importantly, what does sisterhood through the sorority of Sigma Gamma Rho mean to you and your sorors? Well, I'll start first with your first question. HBCU Night is just an opportunity to highlight all of the wonderful historically black colleges and universities. Um, I love the fact that um, our HBCUs and our Divine Night organizations are getting um, the spotlight that they need because we do so much great work in the community. And so this is just another opportunity to highlight all of the great things that we have done throughout the years. Um, sisterhood um, through the sorority is like no other. I mean, many people join sororities for a myriad of reasons. Um, some people don't necessarily have birth sisters. Some people want to get more involved and um, augment the work that they're doing on an individual level. For me, it was an opportunity really to connect away from home. I began uh, my journey with Sigma Gamma Rho 27 years ago in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, on the campus of Loyola University, but also um, joining with members at Xavier University, which is a historically black college. Um, And so just really being able to um, further my education, having a support system away from home, 19 hours away from home, being from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in New Orleans, but being able to really put my imprint on community service and really um, just take that, really um, take that, and that that trajectory and build on that. I mean, our founders for Sydney Gamma Rho um, were founded, um, our sorority was founded at a historically um, predominantly white university, a Butler University. And so, as you can imagine, in 1922, all of what they went through just to be able to found such an organization. And so, to be able to expand on their legacy some 100 years later, 
um, has really just been an honor for me. And so really sisterhood means um, that I get to join with like-minded individuals to com- to continue my efforts in the community to further my mission and the mission of the organization. I love it. And one of the things that I really appreciate you highlighting, Dr. Williams, is the ongoing historical correlation between historically black colleges and universities and the divine nine or the Greek uh, fraternity and sororities. If, and, and if I recall, correct my ignorance, most black Greek sororities and fraternities were founded, established based on an HBCU or from an HBCU. So I'm familiar with, I believe, um, both Alpha Phi Alpha and Appa Kappa Alpha were founded at Howard University, or no, Cor- Cornell, and then mm-hmm. you've got others. But so I, I really appreciate the fact that sororities and fraternities, black sororities and fraternities, were able to thrive, not only be established but thrive historically at predominantly black colleges and universities. Did you attend an HBCU? Um, not in a degree-seeking uh, capacity. So, as mentioned, um, my undergraduate degree is from Loyola in New Orleans. However, okay. um, I became um, a member. I um, became a member of a metropolitan chapter. Um, at that time, they still existed. And so I have individuals that I entered the organization with who went to Xavier. But I furthered my education. So, as you mentioned, I am a physician. Um, my undergrad is in music, but I um, did coursework at Xavier University in um, New Orleans as well. And so I did attend um, Xavier for a year to pursue um, higher level science coursework in order to pursue my medical degree. I love it. Dr. Williams is like, during the day, I was studying. I was in class. I was winning. <laughs> okay. But you best believe when it was time to party, I was over there at Xavier, Grambling. I know that's right, Dr. Williams. Uh, Real quick question for you, Dr. Williams. Why Greek life? Of course. If you could summarize in 30 seconds or less, why should a parent encourage their kid to go for Greek life? Um, It is a connection like no other. Again, yes. um, I think there's something to be said about... um, collective organizations. So that could be sports. You guys were talking about that um, uh, just before in the previous segment. It could be Greek life. Um, all of our organizations are doing great work. Like I mentioned before, we all have the same main tenets of sisterhood or brotherhood, scholarship and service, but how we drive those main tenets um, looks a little different. And so it is an opportunity for community service, it is an opportunity um, to really connect with individuals who are pursuing um, scholarship at the highest level. So we are students first um, before we are members of our Greek-lettered organizations. But really our focus is community and offering scholarships in order to, you know, lift as we climb. I mean, we didn't get here by ourselves, and we don't expect the next generation um, to do it all on their own as well. So really just an opportunity to to uh, band with other um, members of organizations who um, are really doing something great in the organization. And Denise, I will circle back. You're absolutely right. The majority of our um, Greek-lettered organizations were founded um, on historically black colleges and universities. However, like you mentioned, Alpha Phi Alpha, but also Kappa Alpha Psi, and then also Sigma Gamma Rho were founded on predominantly white universities. So again, a lot of rich history. Um, For those of you who may not necessarily be familiar with it, there's a lot on the internet, but 
we, um, we're definitely approachable. Reach out to one of us. Learn about our organizations. Learn about our youth groups. We're doing so much um, in the community just right here in Milwaukee that um, really just joining forces with your organizations to really, you know, impact our community is really going to be paramount to moving the needle of progression here in Milwaukee. I love it. Dr. Thank Williams, so much, thank Dr. you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Have, have a great day. Have a great HBCU night. And thank you again for sharing that knowledge and expertise. This is MKE in the morning with Mel and DT. We will be back.